NFL trainers and Pokemon enthusiasts. Introducing Go Battlecast, your weekly fix for all things Pokemon Go and Pokemon. Get the unfiltered, raw truth on the game, culture, and community. So, let the battle begin. Here are your hosts, Zach Duarte and Dominic Zingali. And we're back for another episode of the Go Battlecast podcast, episode 14, or 014, as Dom likes to now write our show episode numbers with triple digit numbers. So... It's not episode 14, it's episode 014, which I, I like what you're you're subtly hinting there, Dom, that we're going to get to triple digit episodes, which means that we'll do a podcast for almost two years together. But I guess you don't see doing a podcast with me for 20 years because otherwise that would hit four four digits. This podcast will be somewhere in between two to 18 years, <laughs> two, what you're saying. Two to 18 years. <laughs> <laughs> somewhere in between. If you don't know what I'm talking about, it's the episode name where it says episode 014. Because <laughs> when I wrote the show uh, descriptions, I put like episode six, episode seven. Uh, but Dom has now changed that. And I didn't even know. I didn't even know. So a uh, little, little, t- little behind the curtains there, right, of the Go Battlecast podcast. Uh, I'm, I'm in pain. I'm hurting right now. I'm here doing the podcast. Why are you in pain? Why are you in pain? Uh, I did a 13 mile race yesterday in central Florida, an obstacle course race with 30 obstacles. Two miles were in knee to waist high mud. It wasn't, it's not even mud. It was like swamp because it wasn't just water and dirt. It was also all the bushwhack, the leaves. It, it was just terrible. I mean, go on my Instagram if you want to see it at lumberjackzack. It was awful, and I'm in. So I've never used my. Obviously, I've climbed mountains and stuff. I've done 24 hour races, but I've never had to trudge through a swamp for for almost two hours. You know, just just being completely soaked in dirt and mud, and who the hell knows what's in that water, right? But uh, <laughs> yeah, that was the first thing that was coming to my mind for two hours. And then, and then that's the the basically the middle. I think after you were done with that, you, you got to mile nine, so you had about another four miles after that. It was, it was, uh, it was, it was tough. It was tough. But uh, a lot of the group that I went with, there was three events this weekend, and uh, a couple of them did all three, and I knew that I wasn't ready for that just because I, you know, this year's been a little bit different for me, taking care of family stuff and whatnot. So I just did the one event. I did the longest one. And yeah, I'm, and I told you, I told you, I said, Dom, if we're going to do this episode, if I'm going to be there, I'm going to be in pain. And uh, you, you're like, oh, I don't care. So I'm here and I'm in pain because yeah, yeah. you don't care about my my well-being at all. Yeah. I was telling you, you're, uh, you had 31 obstacles because your one last one was driving all the way back down. It's true. It's true. I made it happen. Because you were complaining how we're going to be sitting down this episode, but it's like you still have your car ride back home. So that was your uh Yeah, but I could like lay down, stretch out in that. Oh my you know? God, no. I, I was home for about an hour before I had to come here and I laid in bed and I was just like, I don't want to go do this <laughs> like i have no problem doing this podcast just my body is in so much pain but yeah we're good we're good we're here for episode number 14 there's a lot of stuff a lot of stuff and this is one of the reasons why i wanted to make sure i was here today is just there's just so much content for us to talk about um but have you finally reached elo i know you're you're you you take the slow and steady route i've seen you uh streaming on twitch the last few days have you reached elo yet this past whole week, I was pretty much streaming. I wish I streamed on Thursday and Friday, or at least in my sets, but I was uh, just one one set behind from getting an ELO. But all I can say is I'm a 69% win rate, so hopefully we'll get close to 2,300. Yeah, you'll be ahead of me. <laughs> I haven't played uh, the last about two days, but before that, uh, you ran one of my teams on your YouTube, and then another one of my teams, I did the... Oh, what was the line? I think it was my Shadow Arbok Double Dark. Uh, had some fun with that. Kind of plateaued around the 2200s. Tried a Charm Raichu. Yes, that's what was that you'd show me a Charm Raichu. Yeah. But the, there was some other spice too. You had Bear Tick. Bear Tick. I tried Bear Tick. It's so bad. It's so bad. Even though like the moves and everything is perfect, it's probably not the best. It's just stats. so glassy. Yeah. It's so glassy. <laughs> You know, because because they're and I'm playing the Remix Cup, and in Remix Cup, there's a lot of the birds. There's a Noctowl and Pidgeot. Sometimes teams are running both. I'm like, okay, let me get an Ice type in here, 
and it still just takes so much damage from either the gust or the uh, was it the sky attacks or whatever the wing attack, whatever the, the the fast move is on knockdown. It's just by the time you get to a charge move, you and the uh, the opposing bird are at the same health, and yet you're chunking it with powder snow. You know, and you're getting chunked with gust. It's ridiculous. <laughs> and then they power. Uh, what's that? Fairy debuffing move. I'm sorry, the flying debuffing move. Feather dance. Feather dance me, and then it's like, psh, I just, I should win this battle with an ice type against a flying type, but it just doesn't work. So, I tried my best. I tried. It has a good move set. I think it's surf and was it icy wind or uh, or ice punch? Yeah, I think it's ice punch and surf, and it has access to one or two other moves. But uh, yeah, it's just so damn glassy, you know. It is what it is. But we have a we have another ice type coming to the game. We'll get to that here in just a little bit as well. Starting today, we'll get into Ultra League and Ultra League Remix Cup. In Ultra League Remix, there's 10 Pokemon. Not allowed. Venusaur, Alolan Muck, Umbreon, Swampert, Empoleon, Togekiss, Altered Giratina, Cresselia, Talonflame, and Obstagoon. Those 10 Pokemon will be banned from the Ultra League Remix. And so you'll, you'll be seeing a lot of uh, XL Pokemon. Seeing a lot of XL Pokemon. I'm I'm so surprised that Galarian Stunfisk is on on the list, but well, it's top ten. It's top ten. Still, <laughs> we're going to be seeing this guy in the tree all day. Yes, that is true. Uh, and the tree is because it's it's a new Pokemon, so it's. Uh, I have a feeling if they do Ultra League Remix or Great League Remix in season eleven, the tree will be banned. The tree will be banned, but it didn't count for last season because it wasn't in the meta last season. So. Therefore, it is allowed uh, this go around. So you better prepare. You better prepare for those two Pokemon, like Dom says there. And then in three days, we have three days where we have to play Ultra. You have to play Ultra. Well, you don't have to play, but yeah. Well, if you want to play GBL, you have to play Ultra. Yeah. Uh, And then starting Thursday, I think it is. The 16th. Is the Holiday Cup, which uh, that's the, the, the Christmas Cup, basically, is what I'll call that. And that's in a Great League format. So Pokemon below, 1,500 CP, normal, grass, electric, ice, flying, and ghost types are permitted. So, yeah, it's the, the meta is basically the same from last year. There's not a lot of uh, new Holiday Cup Pokemon. Well, obviously, uh, Trevenant, right? But other than that, it's pretty much the same as last week. So I will probably do my Ultra League for the next three days, and I I will probably be deep in the holiday cup i'm surprised because they have pacharichu pacharichu pacharizu yeah for you got this man for holiday cup and xl for number one. Ooh, who the hell has that pokey ak maybe oh yeah all the canadians probably have that yeah I'm, none I'm, of us flirty i'm very I'm very yeah very surprised it's number one hmm. yeah we'll, we'll see what, what happens uh during holiday cup but i don't know i guess i'm gonna wait and see i'm gonna definitely do ultra league and Stir up the meta a little bit just to see how things go because I don't think it's going to be perfect for those couple days. What's and the move set on Pachirisa? It's um, Volt Switch, Thunder Punch, and Thunder Bolt. Okay, so you need a Steel or Rock type Pokemon, right? Yeah. So what's a Steel or Rock type Pokemon that's allowed in these typings? Normal Grass, Electric, Ice, Flying, Ghost. Lolan Graveler. Lolan Graveler. Okay. You can probably go with Diggers B as well too. You know what's funny is I'm four to five days away from best budding my Geo dude. My Lolan Geodude. Yeah, that can have play. But I do not have enough XL candy. Yep. <laughs> Trevidin still it's is top eighteen, so it's you'll probably have that as an answer as well too. So uh, I don't know. I see Altaria is number two, so it's it's going to be an interesting holiday cup. What I mean, is the Bastiodon of the holiday cup? Bastiodon of the holiday cup. Gosh, I. Sh- is there any steel Pokemon in this? Yeah, Magnezone. And you have Skarmory, but I don't see Skarmory really being the bulk. No, but Magnezone could definitely probably wall a Pachirizu. Mm, in Great League, though, you, you never know. So um, maybe a Magneton? Maybe. I mean, those they're still glassy for what they are. I mean, they're both going to probably be just as glassy, so it's 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 just going to be a toss-up, I suppose. You know, eventually I'll get to run a whole baby team. I started naming my baby Pokemon. I would I would say Season 11, you'll, you'll get to that point. I named my level 50 Spritzy Tink or Tinkerbell. Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) The race has messed them up. (laughs) 
What this is this was the thought he had when he was in the two miles in the complete halfway uh, waist level. Here. What what do I name my the soon to be level fifty Alolan Geodude? Um, I was telling Asian Milkman when he was doing his brilliant diamond run, Sandstorm. But I don't think they have that move set. I feel, set in I feel the like game. we we should take submissions on Twitter. Should take submissions on Twitter at Go Battlecast Podcast on Twitter. Tweet us what I should name my level fifty. I believe it's a shiny, yeah, ninety-eight IV Alolan Geo, dude. Yeah, it's and a I'm shiny. working on getting to level fifty-one. As a matter of fact, so uh, yeah, feel free, feel free. I I want to get a good name. I feel like Tink is a good name for fairy Pokemon. It's very appropriate. And if you see Spritzy, it's kind of like Tinkerbell. It's just a little. What what the hell is Spritzy, by the way? <laughs> what I've... is it? Who knows? <laughs> Who knows? It's a flying fairy, I guess. Well, it's a it's a flying Tinkerbell, I suppose. There we go. So Tink is a very appropriate name for a a, a f- fairy baby Pokemon. <laughs> all right, all right. This is this is interesting. We should do this like once a week. What should I name this Pokemon? Because I'm starting to go. I'm starting to go the nickname route. I've yeah. never I've never really done that before. But when you have ten of everything, you kind of want to. I don't know. Just give some kind of personality or identification to a Pokemon that you put a lot of time and effort into and a level 50 Spritzy, I put a lot of time and effort into, you know, I almost have it level 51 that and, and my geo dude, I'm, I'm both on the, the last, I don't know, what do you call it? Quadrant or the last quarter of uh buddy hearts, which is the longest one. Oh yeah. 150 hearts. Yeah. So both of those Pokemon, I'm almost there. So feel free to uh, tweet at us and let me know what I should name that Pokemon. Uh, so yeah, Holiday Cup, that'll be coming around on the 16th. And that will be, I believe, for two weeks until the end of the year. Till the 27th. Oh, till the 27th. Okay, so we have that for 11 days. Does it do the thing where it, it's ending the same time as uh, Ultra League is ending? Yes. Okay. In this case, it is. Yeah. Got it. Because I remember when they had the Halloween Cup. The Halloween Cup ran, I think, with Great League, and then Ultra League came around, and Halloween Cup was still present in Go Battle League for a few days. Right. So this time, it's starting in Ultra League, and it's ending in Ultra League as well. Uh, we've had the Dragon Spiral Descent event. We uh, we recorded last week, and we said that news was probably going to drop Monday, and guess what? It did. And now it's all gone. <laughs> it's Yeah, it's gone. It's gone. A um, couple things, right? They introduced the Pokemon Dredagon which I believe was a Pokemon that you could encounter in the Dragon Spiral Tower in the Unova region. I'll be honest with you. I forgot about this Pokemon. I never knew about this Pokemon. Well, it's true. You don't know about a lot of Pokemon. Yep. You're not a real... It's the the Digimon Pokemon that everyone keeps talking about. You're not a real... uh, Pokemon player? Pokemon fan. Oh. You're a fake Pokemon player. I'm a fake player. Yeah. As a matter of fact, I, I don't know if you should do this podcast anymore. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Don't be, don't be, not get on your face. We're, we'll, we'll change the intro by next episode. Yeah. Plus, I can put my numbers back to how they were. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. So, yeah. And um, they basically somewhat paywalled this Pokemon, right? They gave you one in the field research. Yeah. The collection. Or the special stuff. research. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The collection task. There you go. And although, other than that, the only way you could get this Pokemon was to A, rate it, or B, Acquire the task, which requires you to do three raids to get the Pokemon. Yeah. <sighs> Can't get mad. You still have your free way of getting it. I can get mad. Because, not, and and it's coming back around with this Mr. Rhyme thing, which we'll also talk about soon, which is coming up with the holiday event, is, remember when they released Mr. Rhyme and they literally paywalled Mr. Rhyme. It was an eight or $10 event last year for you to get the Galarian Mr. Mime, I think it was. Mm-hmm. And then you never saw it again in the game for an entire year. That's basically what's going to happen with Drudagon here is you're not going to see this Pokemon till who knows when. And there's no reason why this, this is what I don't understand about certain Pokemon in the game. There's no reason for some of these Pokemon to not be in the wild, other than Niantic wants to milk us for every dollar that they can possibly get, which I always understand that there's a business aspect to this, Dom. However, 
if you're trying to represent the game Pokemon, in Pokemon, I can go somewhere and c- catch a fucking Drudagon if I want to. I don't have to pay anything in the game or in real life to get it. So why in this game, yes, I get it that they give you one. But why, if I want more, do I have to pay you or do I have to spend my raid passes to get a Pokemon that it's not? And we can say this for other Pokemon. We can say this for Timber, right? We could have said this for Shinx for two or three years. I don't understand why some Pokemon are only found in raids. It, 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 I, I understand what they're doing. I don't think it's right. And it doesn't represent what the game of Pokemon ever was. The game of Pokemon was go out on an adventure and catch Pokemon. Pokemon Go, they want you to go outside, I get it, but there's no reason why I have sh- I should have to pay any kind of currency or in-game currency to be able to catch this Pokemon. That's a Pokemon that should be caught in the wild. It's the same thing for a lot of other Pokemon. It's the same thing for Timber, which I'm sure will eventually be put in the wild. There's other Pokemon I'm sure that I'm not thinking of that you can only get in raids and you can't get in the wild, which is bullshit. Well, I mean, if anything... Yes, you you do get it through your collection, and yes, you get one free pass every single day. So, yeah, technically you can get eight, and upon your trades as well, too. So, I mean, based on stats and everything, I, I don't think it's going to be a huge threat other than maybe Ultra Leak with some play. But, I mean, I get what you're saying, but I don't see it, you know. I should be able to go outside right now and catch a Drodagon if I want. Yeah, I mean, but if we match exactly the way that the game is based on, you know, the good old game that we know about, then, yeah, we only get one Mewtwo and that's it. Only one Dialga and that's it. So, I mean, the whole structure of the game would be different. So, I do, but there's an element of me that also thinks there you have too much access to legendary Pokemon. Well, yeah. And look, I am so thankful for catching legendary Pokemon as GBL rewards. That is... Bullshit. (laughs) Legendary Pokemon are special Pokemon. And Pokemon Go has devalued those Pokemon because I can win three battles in Go Battle League and catch a fucking Mewtwo? Come on! You know how difficult it was to catch a Mewtwo in the game? Yeah, so Drudicon is a lot more rare now, so... (laughs) Why? (laughs) It's so arbitrary. It's so arbitrary, though. Yeah. They pick any Pokemon they want, and they're like, "Mm, fuck you guys. You're not getting this Pokemon. You'll get it when we want you to get it and how we want you to get it. No, it should be available in the wild. I should be able to go to the park and catch a Drudagon. <sighs> I thought you were going to be with me on this one. I don't know. Free to play is free to play. That's that's what I am. And so. And I'm getting shit from me. Yeah. That's for sure. Uh, I will buy this Johto thing, which will. Whoa, 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 whoa. Are you going to buy it? No. Yeah, dude. I'm going to buy the Johto thing. Johto, Johto Tour? No. Wait, you're not going to buy a Johto Tour? You're free to play. You can't go. No, I you can't, I, you can't get the tour thing. You can't I will get buy it. access to certain events. Thoughts on the spawn pool here? Caught me a lot of Vulpix. Didn't catch a shiny, unfortunately. Which, by the way, uh, Alolan, no, Kanto Ninetales is one of the coolest shinies. Yeah, it's cool. Um, didn't catch me a shiny Vulpix, but uh, I got a lot of Vulpix to get some XL candies, so I liked that. Uh, a lot of Darumakas. I still don't have a. I, a good uh, IV Darumaka in any league yet, which is so... I have, I have almost 700 uh, XL candies for Darumaka because I collected it hardcore. There was an event a while ago and traded them all to a friend. I can't get a good... I can't get a good hundo or anything close or a good great league or old... I can't get anything. I can't get a fucking good IV Darumaka, man. I'm not one of these people that builds a shitty IV Pokemon. I won't do it. I won't do it. I'll do it unless it's necessary. Right. I won't do it. I won't do it. Um, so yeah, I, I I thought it was a a decent spawn pool. I thought this was a, a nice small event. It was five days, I think it was. Released a new Pokemon. Had an interesting spawn pool. Right. Had a couple of interesting uh, field research tasks as well. But uh, yeah, not not cool. Not cool with the uh, semi paywalling Drodagon. The other thing was. When we heard this event, right, Dragon Spiral Descent, you think this event is a dragon-based event, right? What what dragon spawns did you see in the wild? Drudicon. No, in the wild. In the wild. <laughs> it is in the wild. I had to go to a wild places no, to get no, one. No, 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 <laughs> no. All right, Niantic. No, no. I'm putting the hammer down. <laughs> we saw Dratini, right? Did we see anything else dragon in this event? 
I don't think anything else besides. I think we caught some Mareeps. Oh, Trapinch. Oh, you have Dragonair. You have Trapinch. Trapinch, right? All three Pokemon that had community day community days over three years ago. So these Pokemon, those three specifically, have been featured in plenty of events, been featured in plenty of community days. So for the the, the player base that has been playing this for five years, there's nothing interesting about this event unless I want to spend money, which I don't. Obviously, for somebody like you, who you haven't been playing since you didn't play in 2017, 2018, when these Pokemon were introduced into community. This were some of the first community day Pokemon, by the way. Uh, Dratini, Mareep, and Flygon, I, I, I'm I pretty sure we're in the first 12, 10 or 12 community days. So we've seen those featured for three to four years now. And then in a dragon event, we get zero. We got uh, uh, the occasional Dino. That's it. No Gudras, no Axews, nothing. Nothing else in the wild except Pokemon we've already seen for three to four years that have already been featured in community days, that have already been featured in dozens of events. Nothing new spawning in the wild. Those Pokemon that you're talking about, they're just waiting for another event to use it. I don't think they're going to just spoil all that stuff into one event that I don't think it's really anything crazy going over, you know, this new Pokemon, so to speak. So, Well, I'm pretty sure I feel like they're doing one um, pseudo-legendary Pokemon in Community Days every year. This year was uh, Gibble into Garchomp. That's a pseudo-legendary. So I have a feeling next year will be Dino. But uh, if you're going to do a dragon event, can we get some new dragon spawns, maybe? Yeah, I mean, I can see that idea, maybe, but I don't think maybe. it's going to be... Yeah, it's not going to be the Pokemon that you're wanting. I would rather see those for community days. That would make it more No, of hype. course, of course. I'd rather see them in community days, but why can't we get them spawning at the rate that Dinos are spawning? Mm, I don't... I mean, I don't think it's just going to happen. I just really don't think. I mean, we already know the expectations from Niantic, so I'm, I don't have... Yes, extremely low. Yeah, extremely so low. I just don't have any expectations for that. I mean, for what the event was, by all means, I'm, I was completely fine for it. I mean, I was actually more than happy to see Vulpixes because we don't see those anymore. Sure. And that was the but perfect... But Vulpix, Vulpix is nest. Yeah. Not all the time, though. They, no, Vulpix is nest. Not, they not, nest. Yeah, but you don't they, see them they, all the they time. They may not nest near you, but yeah. it nests. Yeah, but still. It's 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 like saying, oh, like, it's it's great seeing these Torchics. Like, Torchics nest. You can get, you know, it's, it's, just, it's obviously random luck. But, oh, look, I, I'm so happy to get Vulpix XL candy also because you've got Alolan Ninetales and also Kanto Ninetales that you can XL. However... You know, the spawn pool, while it's semi-decent, there's nothing really new in the spawn pool. So it's an event where, yeah, if you haven't been playing this game for five years, you, you like you like the spawn pool. But if you're somebody like me who's been playing since day one, like, there's no motivation for me to go out to the park and grind for this event. I'm not going to go out to go catch Vulpix. You know, the Vulpix has been in the game for five years. Dratini has been in, featured as a community day Pokemon four years ago or three years ago. So I totally understand where you're coming from. Yeah, but I already, is, I've already have all those Pokemon array from last year. I had the level mm -hmm. 50 Dragonite. I have the community moves for those. Everything that they had from prior events, I have it. I mean, I'm not complaining about it at this point. I'm not necessarily complaining. I'm giving I mean, you the point of view of somebody who's been playing this game for five years that have seen these Pokemon featured in four or five events already. Yeah. So if you're going to have an event... Do something new about it? I mean, Drudagon that you can't go catch in the wild? No. I'm not going to go out and play that event. I'm not. Yeah, that's why you had your, your run this weekend. Yeah, a perfect timing because fuck this event. Yeah. Like, you know, decent spawn pool, but I'm, I'm not going to devote time to it, to this event where I, I can't catch anything I haven't been able to catch for the last five years in the game. And if I wanted to really raid Drudagon, I could just do it from home. Which I don't. So I just feel jilted. I'm a jilted lover. I feel jilted because I love the game. I love the game. And they just like every week, Niantic's like, here, let me take a giant dump on you. Here's how. Let me tell you. We're going to give you a new Pokemon, but you're only going to be able to get in raids. It's Drudagon. Nobody fucking cares about Drudagon. Yeah, so I want to be so hyped or crazy about, you know, the whole raid thing about it. That's, that's where I'm coming I from. I want to catch a good one. I want to try it in PvP. I want to try everything in PvP. But I'm not going to go fucking raid for it. I'm not. Like, 
But you have like 500 candies at least in your bag. You can just catch one and be done with it. No, but I, I just told you I don't build a bad IV Pokemon. <laughs> so what, the only way you can get a good PvP IV is to get just, it and hopefully trade. And then I think it's like borderline under Great League CP when you yes, trade it. If you want to use it. So for come League. on. Like what are we doing, man? What are we doing there? What a, just a total waste of time. The chances of you getting a Great League good PvP IV – uh, Drudagon is like 1%. But I wouldn't even use it for Great League. Well, as much as you for, want I'm to. I'm trying for Great League, okay? You, you're just talking about Great League. For Ultra League, yeah, for sure. But for the, the optimal PVPs, yeah, it's not Yeah, but then happen. I'm sure for Ultra League, it needs fucking XL candies. No, it doesn't. Okay. It's a 0, 15, 15. I think it's uh, level 38 and a half at 0, 15, 15. Honestly, I didn't know that. So, wow. Oh, thank God. It's a, it's, it's a comparison to Dragonite, so. Okay. Yeah, there's, a, there's already a lot of Pokemon, uh, Dragon Pokemon Ultra League anyways. Um, another event announced, the Pokemon Johto Tour. I'm excited for that event because the, the Kanto Tour is pretty cool last year. That was a very fun event. You'll be able to get all the Johto Pokemon uh, in their shiny forms. Now, let me tell you this. My favorite RPG Pokemon game is Heart Gold Soul Silver, and I think... If 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 you talk to a Pokemon player that has played the RPG game since Gen 1, the Gen 2 game is probably the most favorited game of all the RPG games because the Heart Gold Soul Silver game features not only the Johto region but also the Kanto region. It's the only game that features multiple regions in it. I really, uh, really, really like the RPG game, Heart, Gold, Soul, Silver. And uh, I'm excited for the Pokemon Go Tour Johto event where they're celebrating Pokemon Gold and Pokemon Silver. Uh, I'll be purchasing this. I will be spending money on this, just on the ticket alone. I don't know if I will buy anything once the event comes around. And I also like the aspect, too, of... I'm a big fan of trying to replicate the RPG games as, as much as possible, and they're doing that here, where if you buy the Heart Gold version, you get access to certain Pokemon. If you buy the Soul Silver version, you have access to other Pokemon that each version can't get. So I do like that aspect as well. A lot of bonuses for this event, right? Uh, free bundle containing th uh, three remote raid passes. Eggs will require one quarter their normal hatch distance. You'll earn twice the candy for hatching eggs. There's a lot of bonuses for this event. So, and I believe it's at the end of February. It's $11.99 in your local currency. Definitely something I will be buying into. I, I do like the events and I, I, I'm I'm more than happy to pay for the events like um, GoFest or the, the, the Johto Tour as is this year. So yeah, an event that I am looking forward to. I'll mark it on my calendar and I guess I'll spend some time with you outside of this uh, bunker here, Dom. The question is, which which version are you going to get? You're going to go for the gold or you're going to go for the silver? Well, do you have the differences in front of you? Yep. Yeah, so the gold version, you're going to get the exclusive Spinarak, Ligar, Teddy Rosa, and Mantine. Be, that will be attracted to the incense. For um, the encounters, which I guess there could be shiny potentials now, Chikorita, Cyndaquil, Totodile, Spinarak, Igglybuff, Natu, Hoppip, Sunkern, Mistrevious, Wobbuffet, Gligar, Shuckle, Teddy Rosa. Shuckle! Yeah, you're going to go for the gold. I'm, I don't even have to finish it. Swinub, Mantine, and Ho. Silver. Uh, let's see. Through Incense, Exclusive, Ladybug, Delibird. Oh, now you're torn. Delibird and Shuckle are separated. Skarmory, Vampy will be attracted to Incense. The Shiny Encounters will be Chikorita, Cyndaquil, Totodile, Ladybug, Cleffa, Sudorudo, Hip Hop, Yama. Hip Hop. <laughs> hip Hop. It's Hop Hip. Uh, it's Hip Hop. Um, Pineco, Delibird, Skarmory, Houndor, Flampy, Miltank, Lavatar, and Lugia. Uh, that's tough, man. That's tough. You got me with the Shuckle and the Delibird of all the Pokemon. They, they, Niantic heard you and they did this for this reason. So they know you have two accounts. So you're going to go for gold for one that's and silver did. for the other one. That's what I did last year. And so, oh, see? That's what I did last year. And so, it's probably what I'll do on the account I play with the most. You're going to um, go gold for the, for I might your go main. silver. I might go silver. No, you're a Shuckle fan more than a Delibird fan. 
If I tallied up every time you talked about Shuckle or Deli Bird, it's Shuckle. I am collecting those Deli Birds right now, though. Yeah, there's not many. Well, there, I want to get that holiday one, the little there's not hair clip or whatever. Many. You're gonna go with gold. I might. I don't know. I don't know. But uh, I like these events. I like these yearly regional events. Definitely down for that. So uh, that's coming at the end of February. Uh, Twelve dollars. You, you you buying in, Dom? I'm. Yeah, I'm buying. See, maybe I don't. I don't know. I don't know if I want to buy two. I don't know if I want you know, twenty five dollars in Niantic's pocket. You're gonna go for it. Oh man. You're gonna go for it. Why don't you just get one and I'll get the other one? Um, what if I pick one version? You're gonna go for the other version? Maybe, maybe. So again, what version you're gonna go with? I don't care. Whatever. Oh, you now <laughs> you don't care. Listen, I just want either deli birds or shuckles. Okay, <laughs> that's all I care about. I think for the events, I would probably lean towards gold. Okay, I'll take the silver. So there we go. It's been decided. Yep. I'm glad we did that here live on the uh, Go Battlecast podcast. Also, if you buy the event in, if you buy the event in time, I think you get access to those uh, bonuses every month. Also, right? This this month was the Stardust bonus with the Dino hat. Oh yeah, yeah. So I think you'll have access to the next two, which I think one is an XP event, and the other one, I'm not sure what the bonus is for the other one. But yeah, you'll have access to those if you buy that as well. And you got, you have until February 10th to purchase your Pokemon Johto Tour tickets. So yeah, I'm, I'm excited for that event. Now, an event that's not three months away and it's coming up here in just a few days is the Pokemon Go Holiday 2021 event. Where, of course, we are, we are de- debuting a new Pokemon. Another two-week event. New Pokemon is Bergmite, an Ice-type Pokemon. It evolved into Avalug. And if you watched Swagtip's videos on YouTube, Avalug is a Pokemon to be to be feared. And it looks like it has more play the higher leagues you go in. It, it looks like Ultra League, it has some play. And then Master League Premier Classic is where it may it may particularly shine, where it takes on the... Dragon and fairy type Pokemon, and also according to Swag Tips, takes on Excadrill, which is pretty common in Master League Premier Classics. So that will be in part two of the event from December twenty third to the thirty first. I I I'm going to say that this is a Pokemon that will probably you will not see very much after this event because you don't see a lot of uh, snow runs running around the building. After a, a holiday event, right? You don't see a lot of Swinubs. These are ice-type Pokemon. You don't really see them unless it's a, a wintry event. Well, Swinub and, and Snover are usually in nests and also uh, incense, and they randomly pop up in Oh, anything can be events. an incense. But so. uh, this, I think Snover does nest. I don't know if Swinub nests. Swinub should, I think, yeah, I think someone in our chat mentioned about a month or so ago. Any of these Pokemon can nest, but you just don't see them that often. Instead, instead of Ice Ice Baby Vanilla Ice Cream. Oh, what, the Vanillite? Yeah. I've never seen that Pokemon in the wild except for an event. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the cool thing about this, these two uh, these two events coming up is in part one, you will have access to, I think Alolan Sandshrew will be in the wild. And the shiny version will be in the wild as well. And then in part two of the event... In the wild, instead of Alolan Sandshrew, you'll see Alolan Vulpix. So two Pokemon that have two versions of themselves. You can get the Kanto Sandshrew or the Alolan Sandshrew. You can get the Kanto Ninetales. You can get the Alolan Ninetales. So two Pokemon that you, A, you want to grind, B, you want to get XL candies for, and C, have a lot of play in Go Battle League and not only Great League, not only in Cups, but also in Ultra League as well. Also, Cryogonal. Another Pokemon I want to mess around with in Go Battle League. Has access to some spicy charge moves. It also has access to Snarl as a fast move, I believe. Right. So uh, that is a Pokemon I eventually want to mess with. Then you have the costume Pokemon, of course. Of course, what would a what would an event be in Pokemon Go without costumed Pokemon? I believe... You'll have access to Pikachu wearing a holiday hat, 
Holiday Stantler, Holiday Delibird, Holiday Sveal, and Holiday Cupchu, and that's it, I believe. Nope, and Holiday Glaceon. Holiday Pikachu is wearing the Santa hat. Holiday Delibird is wearing, what, like a hairpin? What is that? Something like that. What is that, like a hairpin? Holiday Stantler has the... It, let's put it this way. Maybe Stantler became a, a side hitman and knocked off one of Rudolph's reindeers and took its outfit. Yeah, it basically has a necklace of jingle bells on it. Sfeel has a scarf. Holiday Cupchu has the same hairpin as Holiday Delibird. And Holiday Glaceon, uh, I don't know what it has. It has some kind of bow tie on it and some kind of... Something like that. T-shirt? It's something like that. <laughs> yeah. So you'll be able to catch holiday Pokemon, which you probably will not be able to evolve. Although Glaceon is Gla- Glaceon's only able to uh, be caught in raids, though, right? It's not in the wild. Yep. Okay. Well, then not not that cool. I won't be. I will not be raiding those. That's for sure. <laughs> As we just discussed. <laughs> there we go. There we go. But yeah. So access to some cool Pokemon I in think, the next two weeks. I think what I'm seeing too is. Darmaka, the Galarian one, is has a shiny release. Oh, you're right. Is that part? Is that in both parts of the event? Yeah, it looks like it's only in a part two event that it's uh, having its shiny debut as well too. And it looks like in our five star raids, a Pokemon that does not have like any play whatsoever. It will though. When? Uh when they release the white Kyurem, is it or black Kyurem? Is it what? That's what we're gonna get for this shiny. I it's like a it's like a different form of Kyurem, basically. It's like super duper strong. It's probably the strongest of the uh, Gen Five uh, raid monsters. But It'll, for now, it's it's uh, yeah, it's just regular Kyurem. Yeah. I think it's it's, I think black and white Kyurem. Ooh, yeah, yeah. So th- what you want to do here is get the XL candies. That's what you want to do. Okay, and. Uh, Get the XL candies, and uh, if you want to raid it, go for it. If you just win three battles and go Battle League, you can get it there as well because they just uh, give you legendary Pokemon for free all the time. Super easy to get legendary Pokemon in this game. But yeah, cool little event with some uh, very, very in-demand Pokemon, I should say, because you the, these Pokemon you can get in this event are not accessible for the majority of the year. And also have a lot of play and go battle league. So a good event with some good spawns, some new spawns, a new Pokemon, uh, some rare Pokemon. Th- this is what I'm talking about with with event spawns. This is what it should be. This is what it should be. It shouldn't be something that's been featured for five years. Okay, you see what I'm. You see the point I'm trying to make here, Dom? No, because I'm going to see Charmanders with the hat because they didn't announce it. What are you talking about? We're going to see other Pokemon in the wild. It's not going to be just this. Yeah, but these are the featured ones for the event. You never know what else is going to be in the wild. Okay, but you are seeing a Alolan Sandshrew and a Alolan Ninetales and Cryogonal and Bergmite featured in the wild. These are Pokemon that A, are new, or B, you haven't had a lot of access to. That didn't happen in the Dragon event. Because <laughs> the Holiday Cup is more special than a Dragon event. That shouldn't be true because Dragon's one of the most prominent types in the game. No, no. Holiday trumps Dragons. Okay. Okay, Santa. It's I'll up. be the Grinch. It's I'll up. be the Grinch. Yep, there we go. A new feature we saw this week, Dom, the powered up Pokestops. Let me tell you this. On first glance, I have no fucking interest in this at all. I don't know if you've tried this. I don't know if you've done this. I don't know what what is Niantic. Uh, they're benefiting from this, right? They're getting like the AR from us out of these scans, right? How does this work? What are they getting out of this? They're going to probably get these scans so they can, you know, use it for other games that they're going to have or anything else in the future. Okay, so you know what? Pass. I have no interest in helping them build their game and their brand. Yep. All they're going to see is my speedometer on my car and other stuff in certain areas, and that's it. I have zero interest in doing scans. And so now. I may do it like community days coming up and and I, I have a feeling you'll be like me. We'll be out there in the community. I'll do it to help my other players in my community. But if I'm by myself, I'm not scanning anything five times. I won't do it, but I'll do it to help my fellow Pokemon Go players to have better spawns and get more rewards from a stop and all those kinds of good, good things. So it's an interesting idea though. 
It's an interesting idea. I just don't think it, it seems be, like a lot of work. It just it shouldn't be tied to AR mapping. And it's just the amount of time just so you can uh, scan something. It takes so much time away from the actual game. It's just that's I think that's the part that's just hard for a player to um, contribute and to to be loyal to in that aspect. Well, another thing I don't think Niantic really considered in this aspect is like, let's say I'm not at a park. Let's say I'm at a Starbucks, which are sponsored stops. Okay, so there are a lot of Starbucks stops in the game. If I go to a Starbucks and start videotaping the Starbucks from the outside for 10 minutes, it looks really sketchy. You are sketchy, so yeah. Oh, I am, I am generally sketchy, yes. Yeah, yeah. I get that. But uh, I don't want to be additionally sketchy. <laughs> is that even a thing? <laughs> I don't know, but I don't want to be it if it is. <laughs> I think the part that would be cool, that would be more of a compromise, if because they had it in their video or two before in the past, where they want their Pokemon in the wild, and you can do your AR whatever experience with it. If they had that in the wild already... And let's just say, do an AR scan and find a Pikachu in your area. I think that would be kind of interesting. But I mean, anything that's not really for the game, like of Pokemon, then no, it just doesn't work for me. Yeah, I'm just not interested in helping Niantic build their game that they won't fix. But for anyone else who wants to, level one, you have to do five scans for the first bonus. Level two is 10 scans and level three is 25. And I think that is accumulative from other trainers actually scanning. And I don't remember on top of my head, but there's a certain time limit once the first scan happens to uh, retrieve your uh, bonuses once you do your scans. So Yeah, it's, it's a little while. I think it's like 12 hours or something like that. Yeah. So it's an interesting concept, but it's not one that I will partake in if I'm playing the game on my own. If I go to a park and there's a bunch of people trying to play Community Day and I need to do a few scans to help out, sure. I'm, I'm a team player. I will, I will go to bat for my team and, and do my job to make everybody's experience a little bit better. But not anything I'm, I have any interest in doing uh, on my own. I think one of the only other talking points from this week, Dom is the lure box price differences in the in the shop. I don't know if you've gone and, and noticed in your game, not you particularly, Dom, I'm sure you have, but anybody listening to this podcast, gone to the shop. There is a box with, uh, I think it's access to all four of the lures, right? Like the glacial lure, the rainy lure, whatever it is. And everybody's lure box costs a different price. I don't know if I necessarily have an opinion one way or the other on this. Because, A, I'm not going to fucking buy this thing. I have never bought lore modules in the game. Ever. And if I did, I used coins that I earned through the game. So so, so you did buy it. I, I might have bought one for GoFest or something like that. I can't remember. Like if, you know, when, oh, you need to evolve... Magneton into Magnezone. Okay, well, let me get this fucking steel lure, whatever the hell it's called, right? Yeah, I think for the most part, someone has at least done it once. Right. I mean, I can admit to it. I don't remember doing it. I may have done it once, but I, I, I definitely did not spend my own money on it. He did it once. He did it once. I might have. I might have. It's okay. It's okay. Well, you're really on my case today. I am. He did it once. Is it because you didn't fuck up the show sheet? No, I did. I did hip hop. I had to do one. No, no, no. You just head hip hop. You actually wrote hop hip on the I, show I said sheet. one mistake per show. But you didn't You didn't actually physically write one on the show sheet like you always do. <laughs> it would be like a 15-page essay for high school if that was the case. It would have been funny if you did write hip hop on the show sheet. <laughs> but you, you didn't. You went with hop hip and then you said hip hop. Um, so yeah, I, do you remember what your your lure box cost? Uh, it was 600 Mine was 650 and I think what people had as low as three fifty, right? Which is funny, right? I got one of the highest denominations in the game, and I spent zero fucking dollars in that shop. It just seems random, right? Like who's getting what? I I, I really don't think that there's any rhyme or reason to who is getting what price on their lore module boxes. I just think the people were mentioning about it through Twitter, as crazy as it is, that the fact that this whole thing was A B type of test to see who would buy what for what value of this lure box. And I think people were getting so mad with the fact of why someone getting 350 as opposed to 700, I think was the most that we probably seen. 
And people are just mad. They're like, oh, Niantic should have been more transparent about this, should have communicated about this. And I like I agree in that sense of what people are talking about. But I think the whole purpose and this is like the weird double edged sword in this situation that an A-B testing of anything through marketing is not going to be disclosed to the consumer because that will, you know, invalidate the whole reason of A-B testing. Okay, so first of all. Let's backtrack a little bit. What is A-B testing? So, and it's mostly through emails, but there's so many other things that you can do A-B testing where you throw out, um, for example, we'll just use this. Their their thing that they wanted to push was the lure boxes. Now, their A-B testing was to throw out different numbers. And if no one didn't know about it, if we didn't have Twitter or social media or anything like that, as you know, that factor, and they throw out different um, prices for their coins for these lure boxes. And they see when they come back with this information that, okay, 400 to, is the number that most people spent money for the lure boxes. This is the, what they should push as their value for their next time. That's kind of where their A-B testing uh, works in that sense. So it's just trying to figure out what idea that you can push and what other variable that you can you know, mix and match to see what works for your consumers. And then you can use that information in the future to promote or do other things with that information that you have in mind. The part that doesn't make any sense in this situation is that they did it for a lure box. And like, it just doesn't make any sense whatsoever. They could have done this A-B testing for so many other things, but they ended up doing a lure box. And, you know, for people to you know, start tweeting about it because I thought it was just an error in the beginning because I was having the expectations of seeing the 175 coins for the three raid passes. But I saw the lure box thing first, like mumbo jumbled up with the names and everything just didn't work out right. And then I saw online that people are getting all these different things. And I'm like, okay, this is like an A-B testing kind of a thing. And I just, they just shot themselves in the foot for, for that reason. I don't know why. Okay. So then what is the right way to go about this? Is it Putting the lower box out and then charging everybody seven hundred for it, and seeing how many people buy it, and then two weeks later putting another lower box out and putting it for six hundred. Because look, I'm I, I don't feel one way or the other. I'm not I'm not gonna buy this thing. I don't care. Um, I understand what people are saying about Niantic uh, not communicating, which we are well aware of that issue by now. But A-B testing, this shouldn't be even communicated because that's just going to make your results skewed. So like you're saying is maybe the best option just for the sake of just example, that one week they can have it for one price. Another week, it should be another price. People will complain, but that's their information to know A-B testing, then that's what it is. And they don't disclose right, it, but, but that's what like it's going to be. People will complain, but at least you can say at that point, hey, look, everybody had access to it for 700 coins. Yeah. Then two weeks later- Everyone had access to it for 600 coins. Right. You can complain, but you can only complain about so much because everybody's having the same access. Right. right. It, here, right now, everybody does not, no. which is not fair. It's not fair if I spend 350 coins on something and you have to spend 700 to get it. You have to spend twice as much as me. Right. It's I'm, just a weird way of them doing A-B testing for something. I won't even do it for a lure box but or a box in general, but yeah. I mean, we get the idea. I mean, it's just kind of weird too that people – are complaining about it because it just doesn't make much sense towards the A-B testing of, of marketing in that aspect. But I think what's interesting about this is also like, why are they now A-B testing for something when they've always just kind of arbitrarily made their own prices for things in the game? Yeah. You know, and I don't, I don't think anybody's ever really complained. Like, sure, you can complain just to complain, but I've never complained about the prices of the boxes. Like, there's no way to measure that. Like I can't say, oh no, 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 this should be worth a thousand coins instead of fourteen hundred and eighty coins. That's well, well, the comparison would be buying them one by one, one by one, right? And the A/B testing that I can probably say would be comparable is their shift of um, mixing that the value items that they have for those three main boxes that we always get: the small, medium, and well, not small, medium, large, but the small, the travel, and then the the incubator one. You see, we've seen like during the Halloween Cup where you know, the one middle box actually had both the raid passes and the incubators. And we talked about how, I think that was the one episode I was talking about where it was just, you know, that was the best value. Now to me, that's AB testing. They're, they're trying to see what value they can throw in and out to see what people may or may not buy. And I think that is a smarter approach, but 
you know, like I said, when for them to do this kind of coin difference, it, it was just a shot in the foot for themselves. And at this point, it's like more exposure for Niantic. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't particularly feel strong one way or the other. I just think, like, I agree with you. They, they probably could have done this better. But it doesn't really seem like they care about doing things better, right? Because they, they, you could say that about almost any Niantic move. Hey, I think you could have done this better. You know, they could have right. done the, the the dragon event better, right? You know, <laughs> you could say that about anything, right? So it's just, uh, yeah, it it it's it's not a great look. I'll give you that. You know, I get why people. If you give people the room to complain about something. Then that's on you, and that's that's what Niantic's done here. They've given you the room. There's a difference between complaining to complain and being given the opportunity to complain. Yeah, this was one of those opportunities for sure. Going back to what we were saying with the the Holiday Cup, we didn't talk about it with the Mister Rhyme last year. We talked about the eight dollar pass bar. Now we're getting it again for. I don't know if it's the collection reward or yeah, for I the think research. it's the collection collection challenge reward. Yeah, so I know Ryan Swag was talking about it. Um, through Twitter for sure about how, uh, yep, after a year later, now we're getting it for free as opposed to spending, I think it was $8. Yeah. Could be wrong. This is a whole, that's a whole other topic of debate, so to speak. Personally for me, I did buy it last year and it was not for Mr. Mr. Mime, Rhyme, whatever you want to call it event. It was more for the pose. I don't know. I just personally love the pose and I don't think for stuff like that, they're going to ever bring back that pose because I started to realize through GBL um, hitting legends, those are just exclusive poses. And for me, I just felt like eight bucks was just enough for me to just to get that. And sure, everything else that was included was just justified afterwards. Yeah, I was like, ooh, you got a poffin. Now you get a poffin for every event. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I have 15 poffins. I've never used them before. So. Yeah. That's the theme in Pokemon, right? You may not get access to the Pokemon right away, but eventually you will. Right. You you should know that by now playing Pokemon Go. And if, if you if you don't know that by now, you should know that now by listening to the Go Battlecast podcast. Every Pokemon released in this game, it may be scarcely available in the beginning, but it will be generally available eventually. Right. Because at the end of the day, you know, they just want to have this game run for 20 years when we're on our 1,000 episode. Oh, now you want to do 1,000 episodes with me. Yeah. So... But we'll see. Maybe you should change the number on the podcast again. To zero, 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 one. Okay. Yeah. Four numbers now. All right. We'll do it. That's that's a lot of Sundays to spend with you. <laughs> I don't know if I want to do that, man. This is already cutting into time with my my girl, my family, my Your races. Dog. Gosh. You ain't racing this. You're this high maintenance, night. Dom. You know? Yeah. You're high maintenance. I am. Unbelievable. If I'm going to get you for the hour and a half. Best believe, high maintenance. Damn, you're you're an exclusive Pokemon in my eyes. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! But I'm free to play, so I'm not spending any money. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> That'll do it for this week's episode of Go Battlecast Podcast. Remember, hit us up on Twitter. Let me know what I should name my Alolan Geo dude that I'm going to get to level 51. And uh, we'll talk to you next week here on the Go Battle Cast podcast. See you guys next time. Thanks for catching an episode of Go Battle Cast. To catch them all, be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcasting platform so you never miss an episode. For more information, check out Go Battle Cast on Twitter to connect with Zach and Dom. We'll see you next time. <laughs>